please raise your hands to heaven and let's tell him you are exalted above all the gods. You are exalted above all the ease. You are exalted. You are the unlimited God. Lord, we appreciate you. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we thank you. Father, we thank you so much this morning for your blessing, your grace, and your love, and your kindness, and for your faithfulness, and for all that you have done for us. Lord, we are grateful. You are exalted, the unlimited God. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you. Take all the glory, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Father, we thank you this morning from the dead of our heart. And we say, Lord, we are grateful. For all you have done for us, we are grateful. For the privilege of worshiping you, Lord, we are grateful. We thank you for your kindness, for your grace, for your protection, for journey mercies. Daddy, be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. Today, Father, bless us again with your word. And let your word do us good in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the church said the loudest, Amen. Amen. You are blessed wonderfully in Jesus' name. Please, can you be seated? I'd like you to greet at least one person around you. Say good morning. Powerful, powerful, powerful. You are welcome. God bless you in Jesus' name. I want to welcome all of you again to church this morning. And I know you had a hectic weekend because of the wedding. But the Lord is your strength. And by the grace of God... In the name of Jesus. We will always be celebrating in Jesus' name. And it shall be from glory to glory in Jesus' name. We welcome all of you again to this Sunday service all over the world. And we say the Lord bless you and increase your greatness in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I sincerely welcome Dr. Taiwo that is coming to church this Sunday as a new personality, a consultant who and G. Uh, uh, my son told me that that your discipline they call it oil and gas. Ah, even Dr. Esther is shaking her head. That is true. Please share from the oil and gas with me. Praise the Lord, consultant to oil and gas. Hallelujah. Dr. Will you please come out and shout hallelujah. Come out. Come and say something. Because I know you are too excited that evening. And uh, ah, you say, Daddy, this is a double portion for me. I've never seen you wearing a bad dance or so something. Okay, give us a clip of the testimony. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. I remember Isaac told Jacob, how did you get it so fast? And uh, Jacob told him, the Lord thy God brought it my way. And I think that is a summary of my testimony. Because Taban wo Boshen Kanye, we were Lokokode, Kotikami. At least there are other four people ahead of me. 
But the Lord showed me mercy. The Lord showed me mercy. You are thinking, oh, it's too fast. The duration of the training is supposed to be six years. And I, I think I use eight years, three months, thereabouts. So it's, it's not as if it's that fast. But yet, it's by the mercies of God. As on point in time, early this year, a lot of boarding, you want to park to a place, a lot of academic, presenting your dissertation and all of those things. I was disturbed. And then when I spoke to God, he gave me, some, I think, Psalm 2, verse 8, that's acts of me. I'll give you the hand of the heart as an inheritance. My mind calmed down. But towards the exam, I was afraid again. You are going to face about 18 examiners. Half of them are professors in different stations, defending what you've been doing over the last eight years. And the Lord gave me a Luke chapter, I think Luke chapter 21, verse 13, that is going to turn for me. A testimony. And I'm returning back because it has turned for me a testimony. Not just passing, I pass with distinction. And I return all the glory to God. Thank you for your prayer, sir. I am very, very grateful. Praise the Lord. Come, come and shout hallelujah at the wife of uh, somebody in oil and gas. Praise the Lord. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Praise the Lord. Indeed, the Lord has shown us mercy. I must confess, the Lord has shown us mercy. And this month of double portion, God has given us double portion. Praise the Lord. Please, Nidan, church, I want to bless this couple again. They have impacted us. They have been a source of blessing to this church. They have assisted so many people. And the Lord has decided to favor them back in return. Let's pray that the Lord God of heaven will continue to keep them in good health. And the Lord will continue to favor them. It will be from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. Please, let's sincerely pray for them. Let's water them with prayer because they have watered us. Bless us in so many ways, especially the youth. Even they have imparted the youth, the women. Let's pray the Lord bless these people mightily in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, first and foremost, we have to return all the glory to you that gives the grace, the altar of impartation and inspiration. The one that started this work. The one that finished it. You deserve all the glory. Because you did all the work. Thank you for this couple. Thank you for the impact that they are making in the life of members of this church. And so many people around the world. Thank you for your grace upon them. And Lord, we rejoice with this elevation. Father, we pray that you protect them. Protect their children. Protect their loved one. Reward them with long life and prosperity. Let your blessing be abundant upon them in Jesus' name. And let nobody be qualified to pity them. Let it be from glory to glory. From favor to favor. From increase to increase. From strength to strength. In the name of Jesus. Father, we commit them to you and to the word of your grace. 
let that word continue to elevate them more and more in the name of Jesus and answer their prayers in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, consultant and his beautiful wife. The Lord bless you. Let's clap for them. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for your humility. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. What a month of double portion. And Dr. Taiwo is also having his birthday this month. 20 what? Wow. This tomorrow. Oh, are you people tired of eating your love rice? Show Juni. Praise the Lord. We'll be celebrating forever in Jesus' name. I'll be preaching on the topic I've tied to open door to double portion. Second King chapter 2. Second King chapter 2. Verse 9 and 10. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me where I'm taken off from thee, it shall be so unto thee. If not, it shall not be so. Somebody say, it shall be so unto me. I will see Christ in this service. I receive open door for double portion in the name of Jesus. You know, the, the, the man of God say, ask whatever you want. And when somebody say, ask, never you uh, say, you don't know what he's going to ask. Somebody can ask for something that is very big. So the man said, give me a double portion of your anointing. You have asked me to ask for anything that I want. Open door to double portion. Open door came when the man of God said, ask for anything. And he asked, I want a double portion of your spirit. I said, ah, you have asked for a heart, you know. You are, if you ask for my spirit, maybe I can give it. I don't even know whether I can. But a double of what I have. Because nobody gives what he does not have. The only person that can give and give and give again is God. The only person that is unlimited. Eh? When I thought I have seen you, you show me much more. When I thought I have taught you, you show me much more. When I thought I have known you, you show me much more. That is the unlimited God. Say so you have asked for your acting. But nevertheless, in other words, if you come see me, you can get it. If you can't see me, you will not get it. There are some open doors that lead to double portion blessing in your life. And you must recognize it so that you can have double portion. All of us can have double portion if you get this key, that open door for double portion. Revelation chapter 3 Verse 8. Revelation chapter 3. Verse 8. 
I know thy works. Even though you are weak, I have set before you. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door that no man can shut. For thou hast a little strength. You have kept my word and has not denied my name. I have given you the open door into double portion. I've given you. I have set before you an open door. Somebody say, God has set before me an open door. I will not be limited in life. I have open door to double portion. What is this open door to double portion? Number one is desire. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10 verse 24, the desire of the righteous shall be granted. Because drinking has to come as a result of desire. God cannot force his blessing on you. You have to be willing. You have to desire it. So many people are asking, why is God not blessing me? God is saying, are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Do you desire my impartation and blessing? Do you desire it? That's why the Yoruba also says, talking to us about desire. Psalm chapter 37 verse 4. Psalm chapter 37 verse 4. If you delight in him, if you delight thyself in the Lord, he shall give thee the desire of your heart. God is limited to give you what you desire. The elder brother of the prodigal boy said, I have worked for you. I've been faithful in your house. You have never given me anything. The father said, do you desire it? The first time the younger brother came in Luke chapter uh, uh, 15, he said, give me my inheritance. The father said, you want it? He gave it. He lost it. He said, ah, I desire that he gave me another portion. Because in my father's house, there are so many rooms, there are so many opportunities. People have enough to hit and to spear. Why do I suffer? He went back again and said, Father, I've sinned against everyone against you. Please, give me the position of a servant. Even though I'm not worthy to receive the position of a son back. The father took him back and gave him another celebration. And the other boy was walking without any desire. Without your desire, you cannot go far. You cannot go far. Proverbs chapter 19 verse 22. The Bible says, the desire of a man is his kindness. The desire of a man is his. You want to be kind to yourself. Desire good things in life. Because your blessings are limited to your desire. Don't ask why somebody is blessed more than you. Maybe ask more desire for good things than you. There's nothing wrong in desiring good things. A lot of people think, eh, they will think I'm greedy. My friend, you are not greedy. Desire good things for yourself. Because your desire is your kindness. The only way to be kind to yourself is for you to desire good things. For you to desire good I don't know whether I've shared this story before. What? That's when I passed a pastor's meeting with Baba Debo in those days. And he said, I want to tell you I am blessed. So many of you are saying, 
You don't know how he's blessed. You don't know how he's blessed. Say, I want to tell you how I'm blessed. He said, I saw a car that I like. I admire it. I desire it. And I said, And two weeks after, somebody gave it to me. That type of a car. Not the car that he saw. What he desired. He said, so, desire good thing. I was excited when I had it. I was a young pastor. So many years ago. Almost about 15 years ago now. 15, no, more than 15 years ago. Almost 20 something years ago. I was in Ubumashaw then, but we used to have one meeting. Every Friday with him. And I said, you hear what I said? And they say, ah, it's a lie. God cannot do it for anybody. You want to compare yourself with Baba? I want him to on you know. But the Bible said the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon his name. Don't limit yourself if God does not limit you. So I catch it. I didn't have much then. Maybe I had uh, a small car to tata sell. Can't remember. But I remember anytime I see good thing, I desire it. Because the same Lord that did it for him can do it for me. Bishop Oedipo said he was at Oraroford University and he looked at the magnificent building and what the man did. He said, and he said to himself, if God can do it here, he can do it anywhere for anybody that trusts him. He said that was what came into his mind. He said today, what is in Covenant University is like Oraroford University. He desired it. You don't need to fight anybody that God has blessed. All you have to do is to desire your own. Desire good thing. Because the desire of a man is his goodness. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 1. A man because of desire live a focused life. When you have good desire for yourself, your life is focused. You stop backbiting because you know you are desiring something better. Look at what it says. True desire, a man, having separated himself, seeketh an intermediate with all wisdom. It makes you curious. If God can do it, he can still do it. If God did it, God has not retired. If God is on the throne, he will also do it for me. That is not covetousness. That is appreciating what is good in the life of others. In a genuine way. Don't think about somebody that is building and the only way you, what you are thinking is that you are going to destroy it. Or you are looking for a way on how to be destructive. Think on how to desire good thing for yourself. Philemon chapter Philippians, sorry, Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. It is the Lord that works in you. Hmm? Look at it. For it is God which work in you both to will and to do of what? So many people are cutting themselves short and at the same time they are believing God. God, I don't know what you are doing. God says, I don't know what you will. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you wish for yourself. You are never stable. If you know what you desire and what you want, I 
I will bring you to pass. For it is me which walketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Your desire is being fueled by God. It is God that is fueling your desire. It's working in you with your desire. And when you desire nothing, there is nothing for him to do for you. In John chapter 5, John chapter 5, verse 6 and 7, Jesus saw a man that had been struggling for 38 years. And you know what Jesus said? Do you desire to be made whole? I said, excuse me, what a question. Because at times we remain at the same spot thinking it is God that is punishing us. Not knowing that we are the one punishing ourselves. Because we don't actually desire a change. Because if we desire a change, the Bible says you will separate yourself and you intermediate with all wisdom. You seek wisdom around the areas of your desire. The man say, I have no man, but do you desire to be made whole? Carry your bed and walk. Do you know Jesus will see need in people's life? And we see, ask them, what do you want? You have not read it before. Mark chapter 10, beginning from verse 40 to 45. Mark chapter 10, verse 49 to 45. Jesus was passing through Jericho. A blind man saw him and said, Son of David, have mercy on me. He said, Keep quiet, he's not listening to you. Keep quiet, he does not have your time. Keep quiet, you are disturbing him. Keep quiet, you don't have a good voice. Keep quiet, you cannot be in the choir. They said so many things to this man, but the Bible says he shouted the more. It is not the shouting that interests me. It was the question that Jesus asked him. What do you want me to do for you? Mercy. Open sorry, siri, si. Mercy asowa. Mercy batawa. Mercy Coca-Cola wa. Mercy Brady wa. Mercy wogegalofe. Which area do you want me to be merciful for in your life? Choose one. And you have two seconds. Because Jesus was moving with a large crowd. The Bible says Jesus stood still. And said, okay, the man that is shouting, bring him here. Imagine that Jesus is passing through the town. And he has a lot of things to attend to. So many people want to see him. So many people want to touch him. So many people want to be healed by him. So many people want him to preach. So many people want him to lay hand. And Jesus said, okay, you have been crying all this while. Please come to me. Come, come now. And they said, be of good cheer. Your time has come. It is your turn to shine. He has you to come. He has stopped everything that he is doing. What exactly do you want? And the man said one thing. That makes a lot of meaning to all of us today that we are still reading. That I may receive my sight. I think that miracle is bogey. It's solid. Nobody ever imagined that somebody would say, give me brand new eyes. The Bible says, he was born blind. He, was, he never even knew the origin of his problem. But yet he has a desire to see. And that desire was paramount in his mind. And he said, have it cheaply. Have it according to your faith. Have it because you believe I can do it. Have it now. And that desire changed his story to glory. You have open door to God's blessing. You have open door to God's favor. You have open door to double portion. But what exactly do you desire that 
will make your life better. What exactly do you desire? Only very few people are bold about it. Only very few people. So many people are shy about their desire. We have seen people that are bold. And they will say, Daddy, this is my desire. One woman, one lady, some years back, came to my office and said to me, Daddy, I'm not getting younger. I said, what do you mean? I want to get married. I want to pray for me. But okay, fear. I want to pray for me. I want to get married. And there were two sisters in church. They were both bankers. She came to my office. Daddy, you have to pray for me. I want to get married. And I said, when do you want to get married? He said, this year, daddy, this year. And I said, you get married. Nidan, I lay my hand upon her. Get married. Come on, get married. Get married. She got married. The moment I prophesy, get married. I started listening to what people are saying. One of the people that con- uh, confirmed the word that I pray was Mami Juru. We say, ah, that sister is a marriageable material. Say, ah, that sister is a marriageable material. I said, aha, she will get married now. All the brothers are supposed to propose that we hear. Do you know that she got engaged in this church and get married? She desired it. And she got it. She desired it and got it. Sister Sike said, Daddy, it's exactly one year. I don't remember when it was one year that she joined. How will I remember when it was one year that she joined the church? I don't remember it. She has to remind me. Daddy, today, she first called me. Daddy, today, make it exactly one year that I joined the church. I say, fantastic. One year. Oh, may the Lord bless you. He said, Daddy, not like that. I'm coming to your office. You will pray for me. And I know when she says she's coming to my office, she has a need. She wants to tell me, ah, my story must turn. One year is too much now. One year is too much. So, I lay my hand on her. I say, now, your situation turn. Everything that you are looking for, God answer it. And not a few weeks after, she was engaged. A few months after, she got married. I can go on and on and on and on. People that have strong desire, they seem to get answer easily. People that are confused, they look to parambulate around life without any substance. And most times when you ask them, what exactly do you want? They don't know. I have told you, my stepmother said, Olele tontong. Even when you ask them, say simple word about what you want, you cannot define it. And the Bible says in Philemon chapter 1 verse 14, without your mind will I do nothing. Have a desire for greatness. Have a desire for good things. And God will bring it to pass in Jesus' name. Number two thing that guarantee open door to double portion is by raising your expectation of yourself. You are much more capable to do more than what you think you can do. Most of all think that we are small. Most of all think that we cannot do much. Most of all think because of our background we cannot achieve. My friend, people that achieve great things, they don't have two heads. There's nothing that you expect to achieve that you cannot achieve in your lifetime. That's why I started with Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. I know the thought I have towards you, thought of good, not of evil, 
I will give you what? Your expected end. I will give you your future. I, it is my desire for you to make you strong and wealthy. That is my desire. And I will give you your expected end. Expectation determines your limitations in life. Your expectation of yourself. That is why you have to raise your standard. Raise your standard. Be a man. Be a man. We are all like tea bags. We never know what coloration we, we, be, we, we, we carry until we are thrown into a hot water. You never know what you can lift, what you can do until trouble and challenges. Or you brace up to take responsibility. All of a sudden, your color begins to spring out. The glory of God begins to shine in you. Never you lower your standard because of the economy or lower your standard because of what people are doing. Everybody is doing it. There is nobody with integrity. So you lower your standard. Great people are capable of watching you. You don't know one quality of a great, great man or great people around you is that they are constantly observing people. Greatness is always around you without knowing. And they are always watching you. They are watching your attitude. They are watching your commitment. They are watching your promptness. They are watching your punctuality. My daughter asked me yesterday. Omoba asked me. My first daughter asked me. said, you said so much about sister she came. I said yes. I gave it to her. Because she comes early. Ever since she joined. All of you can testify. Prof, even there are meetings that it's only you and mommy that attend. Will you not see her there? And most times you see her waiting. Family weekend. She will attend. One year. One year. Oh. One year. Uh, this is Abundant Grace Church. We are welcome our first timer. If you want to join the church, you are welcome. You want to join the worker, uh, see me at the end. There is what was, again, do you say, go for foundation school. Who forced her to join the foundation school? I asked her, come, how did you join this church, Ghana? He said, hey, that day, but he said, I play some things. I, want, I wanted to get a job through Professor Jurongwe that time. You send a test to somebody. She happened to see the test that you are looking for a worker. She started sending tests back to you. I also read microbiology. I can get work. Then you ask her to come and see you in church. She came and you say, ah, but you are not the person that I sent the original test to. He said, Kumata, egg baby na. Not that anybody preaches church to her aunt. You encourage her, okay, don't worry, you can be coming. And she said, ah, it's even better I be coming to this place. He said, that's how I join. I join. She did not get the job. But she did not come to the church and said, Ah, I went among Pedi church. That came in among Pedi. Meeting was a joint church in Montete Day now. We were alone Pedi. So, so Tamako need 10. We should come by 10 30. Tamako is in 9. We should come by. Coffee, African time, 30 minutes to see. Because people will never woman pay the meeting for you. She did not drop that as standard of punctuality. I told the workers this morning, I said, maybe somebody taught her, but she brought it here, and I appreciated it. 
whosoever have imparted that into her has done a good job. Even quietly as her on Sunday morning, she'll come. If you say 8 30, she'll be here. If you say on Wednesday, she'll be here waiting. She was punctual. I say, and that wedding is an opportunity for me to show her what he has done for the church. That's why I talk so much about her eloquently. And I encourage people to attend that wedding. Because I was watching her at all times. Most of the time I would be in the office. She would just be coming. 5.30, I would look at my watch. 5.30, she's coming. A new person. Somebody is watching you. You know your standard. Don't drop your standard because of the environment. What are you capable of doing? Maybe you are a kind woman. Don't say, eh, don't change before your change come don't change before your change come raise your expectation raise your expectation of yourself Genesis chapter 13 verse 14 for 15 the Lord said to Abraham after Lot has separated from him lift up your eyes and see raise your expectation any land that you see, I will give it to you and your descendant forever. Okay? First Corinthians chapter 5 verse 6. I will use this and I will now explain some things to you. Maybe you can see it very well from what I'm going to explain. But let me go around so that you can see it first. First Corinthians chapter 5 verse 6. I say, oh, I find it. He said, know ye not that a little leaven, leaven it, raise the whole lump. A little expectation. When you raise your expectation, it can raise your life. Can raise you. Raise, raising your expectation with your mindset can change the whole story about your life. A little yeast raise bread. Little thing, little expectation. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, "I am capable of doing much more." Why should I give less? This is not me. You are known for integrity. Keep your integrity. Focus on the good things that you are doing. For in due season, you will reap the reward. Raise your expectation. Don't conform to what other people are doing that is not good. I have an example. That example is roots. Roots enter the farmland of Boaz. Roots chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. And the servant said, that young woman has been working since morning. She has not fought anybody. She has been diligent. That young woman came from a mobile to take care of her mother, Naomi. And she has been doing it well. Because people are watching you. They will report the way you behave to other people. Your image matter. Proverbs chapter 27. Verse 2. A good name is better than sliver and gold. Having a good name starts with you raising your expectation. This is not who I am. I am better than this. I am not what the world called me. I am who Jesus called me to be. My expectation is better. And I pray your expectation will always be high in Jesus' name. In Ruth chapter 2 verse 11. I just want to see some of this. Ruth chapter 2 verse 15 and 16. Look at the standard of the woman as an ordinary woman. And Boaz answered and said unto her, 
it had fully been shown me all that thou hast done. All what thou you are, whatever you are doing, will be shown to somebody. It will be reported. People talk about people. They talk about people. Look at what he says. Unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thy husband, and how thou hast left thy father and thy mother and thy land of thy nativity, and had come unto a people which thou knowest not therefore. Verse 12. Verse 12. Look at verse 12. The Lord recompense thy work, and a full reward be given thee of the God of Israel, under whose wing thou hast come to trust. Verse 13. Watch the life of Ruth. Then she said, let me find favor in thy side, my Lord, for thou hast comforted me, for that thou hast spoken friendly unto thy aunt me, though I be not like unto one of thy aunt made. Verse 15 and 16, and Boaz said again, let grain of harvest fall for her on purpose, and let nobody talk against her. She was a stranger. She was not part of Israel, but she was unique in the faith. Because her expectation was even though she was a widow. She did not say, God that uh, killed my husband. Uh, let God have his way. I will do whatever I like. What they will do me by. Don't become nobody. Because something happened to you. Keep your focus on doing what is right. Right people will so move to you when you keep your standard alive. Ruth chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. He said, wash yourself. Make yourself presentable. Make yourself unforgettable. So that when the man sees you, he will not be able to forget you. And she did that. She obeyed. She raised her standard. Don't be conformed to this word. Raise your expectation. Romans chapter 12 verse 17. Be conscious that whatever God has given you is expecting you to manifest it. Raise your expectation. Recompense no man for evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Let people say that, ah, no. He can do anything, but he cannot steal. That brother is honest. That brother is good. That brother is sincere. Do things that have, have integrity. You should be known for integrity and standard. And the Lord will help you in the name of Jesus. Raise your expectation of yourself because successful people they are always observant and are expecting the best from you. If you don't raise your expectation, you will be behaving like ordinary people. I, I used to tell some of our students, when you come to church like this, some of them, you think nobody is watching you, you are just watching your phone, thinking. Somebody that is capable of hiring you tomorrow is around the church. And you don't know. Somebody that you say you know, Tomorrow, when you need job, it's around watching you. They are watching you the way you are behaving. One day you will cry for that reputation. You will not find it again. You think you will always be young. People are watching the way you react, the way you talk, the way you react to issues. Ruth was an ordinary woman. 
But yet, she created an impression that people feel that she's far, far better than 10 sons to her mother-in-law. That's an incredible character. All over the world, mother-in-law and daughter-in-law don't face each other well. But this woman, Ruth, took Naomi as her own mother and she was ready to take care of her. Ordinarily, what Ruth should do is that, ah, your son is dead. Pilotuku. Leave. Take race or abuse the one. Even when the one will say, go away. Even if I get pregnant and have another son, will you wait for them? In fact, there is no son in me again. No seed for me. I can't give that again. He said, entreat me not to leave you. She was an uncommon woman. Uncommon woman. And you know, when you become uncommon, God will begin to give you an uncommon blessing. And how do you become an uncommon person? You raise the expectation of yourself. It comes from within. Other people can do this. I cannot do it. Other can lie. I will not lie. Other can sleep around. I won't sleep around. Other can abuse themselves. I will not abuse myself. Other people can become indisciplined and pray alive their future. I will not pray alive. I will be committed. I know what I'm doing. And you know, before you know it, people that you think that they are far away, they are around you. They are the one watching you. They are the one that will reward you. I said it to a few of our students when you were doing the party that the way some of them behave will not give them access to sit among big people. Because when you were doing your bad day, you saw the way they were behaving. And she said she's going to single out only a few people to come to the defense center where there is a celebration. Why? Because some people among them are misbehaving. They don't know their VIP. But you are coming to the church. Nobody knows whether you are a student or you are a young adult that just coming to the church. And when you listen and you behave well, they will say, ah, the people in this church, they are good. The youth in this church, they are vibrant. Please, can I have all of them? But when you begin to create a new sense, thinking that that is the way to happen, you want to behave like a boy they call Nairamali. Remove your trouser. Tattoo your hand. Put on one big chain in your chest. I say original bad people are in turn. We also say, oh, you are a mad person. Please go away. Where we don't want mad people, we will not invite you there. Raise your standard. Raise your standard. When you raise your standard, other people that are capable of promoting you, they will see you and they will promote you they will know that you are responsible. Joseph was brought from the prison to attend to the king. The Bible says, he hurriedly shaved himself. He looked presentable. So when they were proposing the position of prime minister for him, his appearance does not depict it. They say, ah, look at the way he's looking. But this guy, look on culture. The way he was talking and the way he was looking, was actually conforming to the position that the king has in mind. The king said, wait, do we have anybody as intelligent as this boy? And he was actually looking it. He was looking it. Though he was coming from the prison. He said, nobody be above you. You are now second in command. Because he shaved himself to be acceptable to the culture of Egypt. 
even though he was a stranger. The way you talk, when they give you instruction, somebody is watching it. So raise the expectation of yourself. She you want double portion. Raise your expectation. Raise your belief system about yourself. Talk to the future. Dream the future. Behave the future that you are going. Because that is the place that God has desired for you. Your expectation is important for your elevation. Your expectation is important for your promotion. Your expectation is important for your importation. Your expectation is important for your blessing. God is only limited by what you are expecting. Are you expecting big things from the Lord? If you want more, raise your expectation of yourself. Other people can do this. I cannot. I cannot. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8. Daniel was disciplined. And the Bible says Daniel proposed in his mind. Even though he was among the unbelievers. It does not matter where you are. People will know you for who you are. Hello. They will know you. In fact, if you are among uh, uh, mostly unbelievers. And you have standard of living. You are talking good. You don't talk rubbish. You don't discuss forgotten. Uh, uh, sexual things. Talking about bad things. What happens among young people is that they begin to call you pastor. Is that not correct? Yeah, that's what's correct. People begin to say, ah, he's a pastor. Pastor on board. <coughs> pastor on board. Pastor on board. He's a pastor. Before they know it, they will say, ah, Uma Yato. Somebody that I know that was born again. I know the person was born again. And I said, Ah, he's a Christian. They say, no. Ah, born again, you. I say, why? He say, ah, I don't want to say I don't He talks bad things now. He can't be a Christian. That's what And in one instant also, another person said, a particular lady is a Christian. And another one says, it's not a Christian. Remember, church, you are new. I don't want to say I know him very well. He's not a Christian. Why? Because the person is constantly thinking low about himself. Don't be conformed to this word. You are not ordinary. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. God has called you out of darkness to do what? To show forth his marvelous light. You are a light that is destined to shine. And no matter how dark the darkness is, the brighter your light will shine in Jesus' name. In fact, light is much more appreciated in darkness. You are to shine brighter now. When everybody is conforming to this world, doing abnormal things, that's why we should now know that ah, you are different. You should now know that you are different. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father. I receive grace to raise my expectation. I will not conform to this world. I will commit myself to the next level of my life. I will not lower my standard, lower my integrity because of what other people are doing. I receive grace 
to raise my expectation. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. I've mentioned two things that open door to double portion. Number one is what? Desire. Number two is what? Raise your expectation. Number three is meditation. I said Luke chapter 14, verse 28 to 31. He said, is there anyone that want to build a very big house or high tower that will not first what? Sit down, think, counting the cost, and knowing whether it's able. Otherwise, other people will mock him. What will make people not to mock you is for you to be a thinker. Because when you think and you meditate, revelation will be released to you. One other benefit that I find about uh, meditation is that when you are somebody that is thinking right or meditating on the word of God, you will know how to thank God. I said the elder used to say, anybody that is not grateful is not a good thinker. When you are a grateful person, it shows that you know how to think. Because nobody actually owes you anything in life. Nobody owes you anything. Anybody that is doing you a favor should be appreciated. That was one of the things that we saw in Ruth. Ruth was not even asking for much. She was saying, thank you for speaking kindly to me. Let me just be picking. And eventually, she became the wife of the man, Mrs. Boaz. Because she was so thankful. And it told if you think deeply, you will know that so many people have helped you to be where you are today. And you must be thinking about, ah, how do I thank them back in return? Make sure that nobody does anything for you and you don't have a way of saying thank you within the next 72 hours. Find a way of expressing appreciation. Think. And thank them. Acts chapter 17 verse 11. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Look at what it says. Maybe we read from verse 10. Acts chapter 17, verse 11. These were more noble. Are you there? Okay, read it for me if you are there. Acts chapter 17. Let's read from 10 to 11. From 10 to 11. Acts chapter 17. Look at what it says. Acts chapter 17, verse 10 and 11. If you are there, read it for me. Okay, 11. These were what? These were more noble than those in Thessalonica. In that they received the word with what? Readiness of mind and search the scripture daily whether those things were true. These were noble. They were exceptional people. Because they were meditating on the word they have heard, whether it was true. They were not Sunday, Sunday tonic people. You come to church on Sunday by force, you don't write anything down, and you don't meditate on what God has taught you. Even the one you say inspire you more. You say, okay, which aspect of the message inspire you more? Oh, it is raising your expectation. All the Bible verses that I mentioned there, will you go back home and read it again and find out whether those things were true? That in itself can give you a Bible study week for you to read the book of Ruth. Because I've mentioned Ruth, how she raised her expectation despite her hopeless situation. You read the book of Ruth over and over again. If Ruth can be this kind to Naomi, if Ruth can be disrespectful, if Ruth can be this described as honest woman that will not run after young men around because he's a widow, 
I too, I can be that kind of a woman in my life. Yeah. These were more noble than Christian in Thessalonica. Berean Christian, in that when they receive the word, they receive it with readiness of mind. Their mind is open. They want to meditate on the word. And they also search the scripture daily, whether those things are true. How do you search the scripture daily? You write some things down and you go back. Scripture is beautiful, fun. Bible study, sweet. Anytime you come to church and the word of God is being opened, you go back to actually confirm and to be sure that it is registered in your mind. You meditate on the word because what you meditate on is what sticks to you. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book shall not depart from your mind, your mouth. Thou shalt meditate in it day and night. That is how to make your way prosperous. And that is how to make your way what? That is how to have good success. Meditation leads to promotion. When you meditate, you see opportunity. When you meditate, you see open door. When you meditate, you see your blessing coming. All our covenant fathers, they were not just the people that just hear things. They meditate. And that was why they were inventors. Father Abraham was blessed in all things. Look at his son, Isaac, was blessed in time of famine. Isaac was blessed, stupendously blessed. The Bible says the Philistine envied him. Why? In time of famine, he was producing harvest in hundredfold. Stably balanced. Where other people were complaining, he was not complaining because he was a thinker. He was the one that started the irrigation system. He was digging well, even when the ground was dry. Digging it deep to get water. The Philistines were envious. They were sad. They hated him. They feel it, but he was a tireless worker who kept digging and kept finding he came to verse 22 in Genesis chapter 26. Say, At last, God has made room for us. Thereby, we are going to expand. He tired all his enemies until they come back to beg him. They say, you are too great for us. That's the mind of a researcher. That is Isaac. Jacob was like a hopeless man. Being cheated in the house of Laban. But the Bible says, Jacob doubled himself by meditation. Without reading a Greek science or animal husbandry, Jacob started something that will cause animal to produce after the color of his desire. It has to take a deep meditation. When you think your word open up, what next can I do? The word open up to you. This word is actually for thinkers. Oh, what will you do at times? Play music on the radio. No time to settle down, to think on issues. In those days, when I was younger, they we said, people that watch television, nobody will watch them. I thought, ah, my sister that was traveling was telling me, ah, they don't have a sightseeing around that area. The only thing that uh, you can do if I get to that country is to watch television. I say, ah, Maybe the place is not for somebody like him because I cannot even remember the last time I opened my television. 
I do know how the television disappear from my dictionary. It's just for decoration in my office. I don't know the time I wore the television last. Because I have something I'm thinking on or meditating on. I was just too busy to open. And I heard people saying that before. And I thought, ah, no, these are extremists too. Ah, you, you watch fun. You see uh, news world, uh, games world. I don't know what they call sea world, blue world. Eh? Sea world. Uh, there's one they call magic seven, magic eight. All chain film, all chain. Who has time for all those things? Who has time for all those things? No time. There's no time. There's no, not be religious. I just don't have time. To so sit down and be watching. They ask somebody, what do you, what do you watch on television? He said, news in it. say, what's the benefit for you? Say, my favorite site is CNN. CNN. Current affairs. Except you are a social or public analyst. You'll be analyzing what is happening, this, what is happening, that, what is That's why that may be relevant for you. Give time to meditation. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are of good report. If there's any virtue, if there's any praise, think on these things. Think on good things. And good things will come your way in Jesus' name. Maybe I should round up with Psalm 119, verse 97. I love Psalm 119, verse 97. Look at what Psalm 119, verse 97. 97, not 26. Psalm 119, verse 97. They say, Oh, I love thy law. It is my meditation all day long. I love your word. It is my meditation all day long. I love thinking about your word. It is my meditation all day long. Psalm 1. Let's read Psalm 1. I will round up. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3. Psalm 1 verses 1 to 3. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, but is delight. It is in his law that he does what? Day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Whatsoever he does shall what? That's what I'm saying. You can't take meditation away from the church. You can't take it away. You must sit down and think. We are in thinker's word. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The quality of your thoughts determine the quality of your life. Every beauty is a product of thoughts. When a choir came yesterday, may the Lord bless the choir. Say amen very well now. Amen. Thank you for yesterday. When Mumelai will lie yet to original in our church, took the Ankara for the Yahoo. And say, okay, let this be our uniform. In a beautiful way, salvation way. And our queer, our tailor daddy, 
But not to look best tie yoke with Russia. America, US, Latin, the same one. Tell me, ya Africa. Tell me, ya London. All manner of fashion. Abu was saying, ah, ah, this church is so colorful. This church is so beautiful. This choir, too vibrant. I said, ah, you don't know. Two things work for us. Number one, we are young. Number two, I want to look for fashionista. I need to look for fashionista. We showed you what. And let me tell you something. Every beautiful thing in life is a product of thoughts, of meditation. And by the time they bring it out, you now see everybody being colorful. That will continue to bless you in Jesus' name. But you know, it takes thinkers to create beauty. If you want your life to be beautiful, you must think. Rise upon your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. Lord, I receive grace to be a committed thinker. I will not play away my future. I receive grace to settle down and think. I will create beautiful products in the name of Jesus. And I receive grace to think true in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray for yourself. It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever it doeth shall prosper. Anyone that is meditating on God's word, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. If you are not a thinker, you will not prosper. Lord, I receive grace to be a thinker, to be somebody that is meditating on your word. My leaf will not wither. I will think on the word. The word must make meaning to you for your life to make meaning on the heart. If the word of God does not make meaning to you, your life will not have meaning. So you have to pray and say, Lord, I receive grace to think through your word so that I can have good success, so that I have good prosperity in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to be like a Berean Christian that think on the word daily. You have to think. Your mind is important for your success. You have to think on the word. You have to meditate on the word. For you to be great in life, you must be great in mind. You have to be great in thoughts. Lord, I receive grace to think true and to think well and to be blessed in the name of Jesus. My mind will be active. I will not allow my mind to be dormant. I will think about your word in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Raise your hands to heaven. Say with me, I'm not what devil says I am. I will raise my expectation. I am what God says I am. I am not a loser. I am victorious. I am conscious that God is connecting me to my future. I raise my standard. Irrespective of my background, I will go far in life. I will fulfill purpose. I will fulfill destiny. I will achieve what God has marked for me to achieve. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray like Ruth. I receive grace for humility. I receive grace for integrity. 
I receive grace for good appearance. I receive grace that will make my life yield more positive results. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will not return evil for evil. But Lord, I'm going to go far in life. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> go ahead. Raise your expectation through prayer. If God can do it for anybody, he can also do it for me. It is not over for me until I win. I'm going to win. I will be celebrated. Open your mouth and pray with a determination. Raise your expectation. Raise your expectation. Raise your expectation. Come on, raise your expectation. I know who I am. I'm not what the devil called me. In the name of Jesus, I am a man of integrity. I am a man of integrity. I am a man of integrity. I will not miss my opportunity to be blessed. I will not miss my opportunity for promotion. I will not miss my opportunity to be blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Can I tell you something? Productivity is a choice. Productivity. You can say to yourself, I cannot be idle. It's not possible. No, I can't be a beggar. God forbid. I said, I said to myself some years back, so many years, I cannot be alive. And my mother would beg for money. It is not possible. Mm. I can never be like an unbeliever man that will not cater for his family. God forbid. Productivity in life is a choice. You raise the bar yourself. You raise, come on, you raise the bar. I said to myself, my children will not know anybody that look like Jesus except me. I'll be a living example of what Jesus is in the home. I raise the expectation. I raise the expectation. And easily they follow God. But if I preach here as a religious man and I misbehave in the house, they will say, what is God? That is another thing at home. Even though it's respected. I raise the expectation. Expectation of the standard of life I want to live. So that they can also raise the expectation of themselves. And it's showing. It's showing. What makes people to give up is because we don't raise the expectation. As a father, as a mother, raise an expectation. Look at your son in the eye. I am the role model for you to follow. And don't give up. Don't give up. Raise the expectation. Oh, people are lying. I will not lie. Raise the expectation. When I do was in primary school, they were playing around one door as St. Clair, and they robbed the, the, around the one door, and the door broke down. All his classmates ran away. He did not run. They asked him, who broke the door? He said, myself and some of my friends. And they sent for me. They said, your son broke the door. I said, yes. They said, he confessed he broke it. I said, yes. There's nothing wrong. He broke the door. They said, he said, and some people, you should name them. Say, I said, I can't name them, but I'm one of them. I'm one of them. They said, I should fix it. I said, how much? So the father said, let the man go. But the boy is honest now. The boy is honest. You know the way the boy normally play around the world, swiggling it like this, and they bah, and the boy stayed there. Who did he say it's me? He said that is the way he has been taught. They said I should go, please go. 
We, we, we know the boy is honest. Let him go. But you know some parents, when the boy confess, that's, that's the way we behave. We even teach them lies. Let's raise the expectation. Look, we can raise, and you know, people are constantly watching us. We are the Bible that people read. We are the Bible that people read. They are reading us everywhere. It is not difficult. You just know that, no, I am above this thing. I'm above it. I'm above this thing. One of the person that is supplying cement called me and said, somebody, somebody wants to sell cement. He finished using this cement. I say, I don't buy cheap product. Too. I don't. You should be ashamed that you are telling me. Go and buy it in the shop. I don't buy how much will it be? Maybe it's 30,000. He said, ah, I said, 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 I no, I don't. The project that God cannot do is so stop. And for them to be calling me, is it not an, a shame for me at this level to be looking for cheap corners? For what? For what? For additional what? Let's make up our mind. The one that has started blessing us will not stop blessing us in Jesus' name. You should get to a level that you don't know. I can't do this. I can't do it. This is below me. This cannot profit me. This will tarnish my name. I'm more than this. I'm going far. I know I'm going far. Raise the expectation of yourself. And before you know what is happening, the blessing of God will come upon you. People will say, ah, we know him. We know him. We know him. He will not compromise. Don't compromise and enjoy other people to do evil. You are not born to do evil. You are called out of darkness to show his light to the world. And the darker the darkness, the brighter your light will shine. Let them know you for good. Ah, this brother is good. This brother is honest. This woman ah, is godly. This wo- Don't let anybody be in this church and the husband will come and complain and say, ah, that should not be good. The Bible says a good woman will do her husband kindness all the days of his life. You should be kind to your husband. Kindness. Your, your husband should say, I thank God for the day I married you. Beautiful thing has happened to me. Why? Because the other wives will be doing that. I can't do it. Let husband also raise a standard. Other can beat their wife. I cannot. I'm more than that. I'm not a beast. I can't. Why should I get annoyed and be shouting? Why should I touch you? Why? Why? It's only a madman that beats, beats himself. The Bible says your wife is part of your body. Why should I get annoyed? One of the counsel I used to give couples that want to get married is that never you fight over food. Because there are cheap food everywhere. Gary is there. Always have a go-go Gary. To pacify your hunger that want to kill you. Before you kill anybody, show a cup of gari and relax. And I'm saying it now with emphasis. There's no place in the Bible where the Lord says it is the duty of a woman to cook. I've read Bible several times. I've never seen it. Thou shall cook for your husband. There is no place. 
So you are fighting over traditional mundane things. What the Bible says is that your wife will be your help. Sweet table for you. And if you both come to church, he has helped you to be godly. When you get to help, I also to cook. There's nothing wrong. And if, I, if you can't cook, you are kurewo. I'm going to buy food. <laughs> you take some. Don't say, I am a man. I'm a man. You are not a yam. If you are a man, you are a man. I say you are a baby. If you need to announce that you are a man, you are not a man. You are a boy. That's what it says. Leadership, most time, is not by coercion. It's not by force. It's not by beating. It is by influence. If I want my wife to give me money, I influence her to give it. That's what leadership is all about. My wife said to me yesterday, you know I love it when you give me money. I said, but you know I love it when you also give me money. He said, the sweetest thing that happened to me is when you give me I said, ah, and I also love it. He said, ah, you are funny. I said, I'm serious. Anytime you say, my husband, I want to surprise you. Take, I love it. I love it so much. Leadership is by influence. Is by influence. It is not by force. Raise your standard. Raise your hand to every day. Say, Father, I will raise my standard. I will not compromise my integrity, my leadership position. I will not compromise my position in the family. I receive grace to raise my standard. Go ahead and pray to the Lord. Lord, I receive grace to raise my standard. Help me, Lord Jesus. I raise my expectation. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Okay, whatsoever you desire, raise your hands to heaven and pray for something before the end of this year. What do you want me to do? Go ahead and say, Lord, this is what will give me joy. Go ahead and pray to him. Desire something. Desire of the righteous shall be granted. Desire guarantee wisdom. When you desire something, you intermediate. Lord, I desire peace. I desire grace. I desire double portion. I desire abundance. The Bible says, unto you shall all flesh gather. As we have gathered before God, mention your desire to God. I want open door. I want your blessing. Make sure you pray according to your faith and the Lord will answer your prayer. Desire something that will make your life better. Lord, I desire opportunity to study. I desire an opportunity to increase. I desire an opportunity to serve you. Lord, create doors for me. Doors of influence. Doors of opportunity. Open door for me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. If you want to sit down, you can sit down. If you are tired, I want to raise a prayer point. I want you to close your eyes. The Lord laid this prayer point in my mind. If you are feeling uncomfortable, I allow you to sit down. Please sit down. But I want to close your eyes. For the order, please raise your hands to heaven. Say, Lord, I desire to serve you. I desire to be effective. And I want you to mean it from your mind. Not because I am forcing you, but because you want to serve God. Well, put that hand upon your head and say, Lord, I desire to serve you. I desire to work for you. Say it with your mind. Lord, open door for me to serve you and to become effective in your house. 
put your hand upon your head and say, Lord, help me. Make me a vessel of honor. In the name of Jesus, I will not be an ordinary person. I desire to serve you because I love you. Give me grace to serve you. Give me opportunity to serve you. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. I pray for you today that nothing will limit you. The Lord will give you open door for service. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord will give you grace to serve him. Yeah.